Hello everyone and welcome to the Amory Score episode 48. I'm Jackson, I'm joined as always by Molly. Hello! Hi! Hello! Hi Molly, how's it going? Uh, it's going okay. I think we should rename this podcast. Uh, to um, what? To the Quest to Mend the Fence. Oh, that's true. We should name this because that's such a cool name. It's a very good it's name. A, what a cool name! What a cool and I'm good very name excited to begin my endeavor called the Quest to Mend the Fence. The Quest to Mend the Fence. Shut up! Shut the fuck up, Claudio! He puts it in the paragraph like it's a like it's a good thing that you're meant to be like. Ah, oh, that would be a good name for my oh, legend. That would be sick. I know that this man is about sick. to die. Um. The quest so to name the fence. You're the Black Rainbow, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You're the Black Rainbow coming at you. Um, me and Molly here reading this terrible fucking book. Oh my god, it's bad. I'm reading good books on the side. And yes. every time I come back to this one, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, I've said this on other podcasts. Maybe I said it on here. I don't remember where I've said it at any point. But... Uh, People listening to this, I feel like we have a crossover with uh, Shrieking Shack, who do, sure. the, who do the Harry Potter podcast, and um, Harry Potter, also bad, also mind-melting, also painful. Uh, however, it is a bounty compared to this bullshit. Yeah, this is just, like, boring bad. Yeah. It is not, like, weird and interesting bad. It's not like, and then there's a three-page uh, digression about the... Uh, AIDS metaphor species deciding whether it's good to purposefully infect children. Like, that's a whole thing. Hard to, uh, hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> um, no. no, Nothing on that level of Jesus. To, we've got a lot to unpack here. It's just, we've got another chapter uh, which is pretty boring. We've got a song that's pretty good but before that, how's it been? Molly, how you been this month? Been doing okay. Hanging in there. Um, been playing Dark Souls games. Yes. Um, big, big chillin' in the souls. <laughs> that's uh, what they're for. That's what they're for. It's for big chillin'. I, I have not played the Dark Souls 3 DLC before, um, and I don't know if it's just, like, not being familiar with it, but boy, it's bullshit. I mean, it's, it's all the, bullshit. I hate it. It's the last Dark Souls thing they ever made. I think it was meant to be. Yeah. Meant to be I just got really far in an area yesterday, and then I got invaded, and then I hid for... 15 minutes and the guy just would not leave and then i got killed and then i haven't been able to get back that far again so um people who invade in dark souls are criminals they're all criminals i i truly think they need to be tried and hanged it's a hard game if you are playing a hard game and you are using the fucking thing to just shit on you know i'm gonna come to your game and fuck up your whole shit no you're you're the person who's doing the prisoner's dilemma wrong Right, you just you just fucking it up for everyone. You're just being an asshole. There's no reason to do this. No reason, no reason whatsoever. The game's hard enough. You're just being a dick. Um, and if you've ever invaded uh, in Dark Souls even once, you're going to hell. That's just the you're going to hell. You're going. That's to hell. it. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Sorry. No coming back from that. You're like, oh, maybe I can try you to be a good person repent. now. No. <laughs> there may be somebody who will clear your sins in the game, but that's not happening in real life. <laughs> no, no take backs. <laughs> no take backs. You invaded. That's it. <laughs> I found I found the invade item, and I was like, I'm gonna put this way at the bottom of my inventory. I'm not yeah. touching this thing. No, I will not. But you like? I just the Dark think Souls? you should be nice to other people. Dark Souls is good. I I like Dark Souls a lot. Uh, Dark Souls Three. I've been playing it again. It's probably my favorite one. Nice. Yeah, it's a it's a really good game. A lot of fun callbacks to the first game. 
I look at it and I go, what's that blue bar? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, you see the blue bar that is very small on my screen. That's the one where you cast spells, and that's for dumbasses. Okay. Or maybe it's for smart people. In? Uh, oh. Yeah, for brain? yeah for big brains. Because in, uh, in the other Dark Souls games, you would have, like, charges for your spells. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could use them X amount of times. But in this one, they just brought back the mana bar. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. And you get, like, you know how you have the, the Estus Flask? Uh, you also get a second one that's for your mana. So you have to, like, divide the number of charges you have for health and mana between them. That's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, it's interesting, but also I would just simply not interact with it. Right. And then just have 13 healing items instead of, like, 7. This is how uh, I was when playing Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm just like, why would I ever use magic ever? Like, all all points to strength. <laughs> do you know what do you know what magic is for? It's for casting Kiraga one time. <laughs> casting Kiraga once... <laughs> It's like saying, hey, Donald, please kill me. But then he dies anyway because he's fucking useless. Fucking useless. Jesus, useless. Donald. And you, and you don't ever use dry forms because they're for cowards and babies. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm I'm always fucking final form nonstop 24-7. I never unlocked final form because you have to use dry forms throughout the game for I know. final form to you, unlock. I, I went and I grinded it. I was like, I want that silver shit. When I go back, I'll I will intend to play properly, and you know, uh, when I'm done with Kingdom Hearts, I want to replay Kingdom Hearts two on critical or something like get the real hardcore shit combat experience. Kingdom Hearts two slaps. Uh, the the gameplay rules, the story is incomprehensible. Absolutely, hundred percent. I'm not here to understand Kingdom Hearts. I'm here to play Kingdom Hearts, baby. Um, I'm going back to Kingdom Hearts soon, so um, that that is on my year <clears throat> year list of things to catch up on. Exciting uh, times, but. One day I'll play story. all the one. One day I'll play all the handheld games. Uh, they're good. If you've not played 358 over two days, try that. Yeah, because um, I assume you've I got the should. PS4 games, right? Yeah, I have the PS4 collection. So the handheld games does not include um, Birth by Sleep. That one, that one's on. That one's on the console now. Yeah, that's good. Um, I wanted to play that one. Um, because I want to know why everybody's so horny for Aqua, and then I realize, well, it's because she's a girl. Yeah, but... Aqua's the worst character in that game, and it's not her fault. Uh, Nimura just can't, yeah. write women. Nimura just can't write women. He just hates women. He can't write women. He's like, oh, there's that one tweet that goes around that says, oh, Nimura says there's one personality, and we all have to share. <laughs> 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 Which is very true, and also it doesn't make it better if you say that's on purpose, Nimura. <laughs> Yeah, please no, learn it, to write women. <laughs> please, for the love of God. Begging me. Yeah, no. Uh, my birth by sleep take is that uh, the Aqua is easily the worst character, but it's not her fault. It's um, not her fault. Not her fault. I understand why everyone's like latched onto her because it's slim pickings out here. Yeah, um, we listen. You get like three girls tops. <laughs> There's like six hundred men. Um, no one's out here being like, oh yeah, I'm the Namine stand. That's not true. I've seen some Namine stands. That, no, there's some people out there who are the Namine stand. <laughs> I, I've still got the meets up, so like, I haven't, I haven't played uh, three yet. Uh, I, I've, I know some stuff. You know, I'm not too worried. I'm, I'm, it's going to be fine. But I haven't truly dived into the fandom until I will finish, uh, until I get caught Yeah, up. I wouldn't. Um, the things I do know seem confusing. Kingdom Hearts is confusing. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is confusing, but I've never strived to understand it. So I just feel I just let it wash over me. I just like let all these things happen, and then when Simple and Clean comes on, I cry. That's because it's, it's a fucking banger. It's a fucking it's a fucking banger. They play the orchestral version sometimes. I'm like, wow, this is very emotional. It is. The thing is, it actually is. It is very much is. 
anyway. Bastards. <laughs> uh, that is our video game check-in. Because we're gamers. We're gamers around here. We game. We That's game just how it is. Parts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people be gaming. That's uh, unfortunately true. I've just accepted that I'm a gamer at heart recently. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have to understand that you've played too many games to undo that part of your brain, and you just have to live with it. It's like, oh no, I've just got a podcast, but actually I enjoy all things, and now I'm, now I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. No, I'm, I play video games in my I'm... spare time. That's just how it is. <laughs> just I just... Is. I just... Uh, you know what's uh, you know worse than video games? A lot of things. Uh, books! Specifically! Books. This fucking book! <laughs> this fucking book is so bad. Uh, you guys, I hope nobody's reading along. <laughs> I truly, I truly hope none of you are reading along. Uh, it's so bad. For some Just reason, let us bring it to you. Uh, the Kindle Cloud Reader is fucking broken, so what I can't. Fuck? I cannot. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work on Firefox for some reason. I can't get the book. Do you know the chapter title this week? I could grab my physical copy of the book. Hang on two seconds here. Oh, I'm going to rush. I'm going to try I'm going to try an edge. I'm going to try it an edge. Let's see who gets there first. Why doesn't it work in... in... I've retrieved my physical copy of the book. I'm still looking for my Amazon passwords. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is chapter four. The worst these worlds will see. Uh, that's, know, a, that's a line from the songs. That's a line from the songs. As they all are. Um, a short summary of this chapter. Uh, come you could just read the entire chapter, and that <laughs> would be a short summary of this chapter. But I won't, because it's boring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Covent Marth is the last remaining mage uh, uh, who stands against uh, Supreme Tri-Mage William Ryan. Um, he has a chat with Crom standing outside Ryan's like last refuge, and he's like, what I'm going to do, Crom, is I'm going to go in there, I'm going to tell him to his face that he has succumbed to the dark side. And then he's going to be so overcome with emotion that he will repent. And he on will. The, on, the, on the off chance that he doesn't do that, then and only then will I shoot him in the face. Crum responds, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you are so fucking stupid. You really think he's going to repent. Okay. Here's what I would do. I would just nuke him from orbit and then his entire like facility crashes and then he's dead and it's problem over. We didn't have to have a whole war. It's fine. You, you have to go get killed. Useless. Only problem with that is if he teleported out, but no one's ever done that except one nobody, guy once. Nobody knows how to teleport. Nobody except, except for the last guy who said he was a Supreme Tri-Mage. <laughs> right. uh, that, I don't think that has anything to do with this, but he was the last guy to teleport. But it's, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it, but it's only him. And then I go, who was the last Supreme Tri-Mage? What does the title mean? Is this a title that was like legitimate in the past and then was taken away? Uh, or is this like a delusion had by various mages who like think themselves above their station? Would must you like be, to explain this to me? Must be a delusion. Must All be. of these questions and more are ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Marth says, I, I'm just not going to think about this. That's a lot. They definitely do the thing where, like, all the characters know the lore, so they'll, like, reference... It's be- You know that scene in um, in Attack of the Clones? Uh-huh. Where uh, everyone turns to Anakin and is like, 
I haven't seen you this tense since we fell into the nest of gundarks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then goes, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Ah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's got that energy, but instead of for one gundark adventure, it's the religious history of the world. <laughs> It's if Combat Marth said, oh, do you know the tale of Dark Plagueis the Wise, and then does not tell you the <laughs> tale of Dark Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> he goes, and then Anakin said, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, in fact, I do. And he's like, oh, well, great. Oh, so, oh fine then, no worries. <laughs> so the Jedi did tell you. I see. <laughs> Just re-editing that scene where he goes... Uh, did they ever tell you the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? And Anakin just goes, yes. <laughs> and then he, he turns back to the fucking uh, Blitzball opera that he's watching. <laughs> and the Emperor's like, oh, shit. Silence. Cut to next scene. <laughs> <sighs> uh... So they blow up the facility and then... Um, Comet Martha treats back to his room and is like, damn, that was well, it was so easy. It feels anticlimactic, but I guess it would be selfish to have a climax. It is, it is for the good of, it's for the good of the fence. And now I must rebuild the, rebuild the system, rebuild the society. The, the world must heal and I shall call it the quest to rebuild the fence. What? Who? Mm, I hate this man. I'm so glad he's dead. Spoilers. Spoilers, sorry. Yeah, we haven't got to that part of the summary, but I'm so glad he just gets turned to nothing. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess no no point in hiding it. Then suddenly a mysterious voice is like, Psych! <laughs> <laughs> you thought! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you thought! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> so fucking... I thought you saw the last of me. Uh, Moth is like, ah, shit! God damn it. He did learn to teleport. He Fuck. did. And he's like, just like the last Supreme Tri-Mage, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all didn't actually read the story, huh? And I'm Damn. like, again, I don't know the story of the last Supreme Tri-Mage, the wise. <laughs> please. But please, someone explain this to me. Uh, he makes the offer, as he has made to all the mages, that uh, you can just work for me and become like my my thrall to be doing the murder stuff. Um and uh, Comet Marth being too honourable is like, no. And uh, Marth is like, well, goodbye. <laughs> and just yeah. fucking turns into atoms. Yeah, he destroys his atomic form, whatever the fuck that means. But he's gone now. And um, that's it. <laughs> Marth does try one time to shoot him. One time. And Ryan says, no, you do not. <laughs> and that's once it. Once again, psych. Psych. I have plot armor. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so now now, now there is nothing to oppose Ryan. All the mages are dead. All work for him now. And that's, that's um, where we are at the end of the chapter. Oh, and there's a, there's just a tiny bit about how he's going to find Krom and make him make yes. him his own boy. You shall be mine. He's like, I've got special plans for Krom. Which is I just ver- think if he walked up to Krom and was like, yo, your boss was dumb as shit. You should work for me. He would have been like, I... Whatever. It's fine. Whatever. I don't... Fucking whatever. I'm just a soldier, man. Like, I'm just doing my own thing. Just trying to vibe. And Ryan's like, oh, I have vibes in plenty. All <laughs> I have don't... is vibes. <laughs> vibes for days. 
pockets full of vibes. <laughs> you cannot fuck with Ryan's vibes. <laughs> they let him into a zone, so <laughs> that is that was the main problem. Chrome goes to goes to Martha. He goes. I think what you should you should not have done is you should not have let him in his zone. <laughs> <laughs> Then and Martha replies, "I've been watching the throne, though. How could he be there?" <laughs> oh boy. Um. Yeah. That sucks. whole that whole thing is like ten pages, and there's like three pages worth of dialogue between Marth and Ryan, where Marth just goes, "You're a poopy head," and Ryan goes, <laughs> "No, I'm not." And then that repeated for just pages. Just pages and all the stuff with the like crumb back and forth of him being like, well, I don't think it would be very smart to just go up and expect him to redeem himself. Um, it Claudio goes on doesn't forever. realize it. Yeah, Claudio doesn't realize it, but he wrote a book about the horrors of centrism. Yes, and like not taking action, and he doesn't know that he did that. It's weird, right? Because you know, that's like the theme of the the thing in some ways but it does you know it doesn't understand that any any real way it just has it comes up in very like obvious pointed ways but only in it's time for my son to die at the iraq war protest <laughs> yeah exactly it's i guess it's bad to take action actually but also it's good to take action but sometimes it's bad um, sometimes it's bad didn't think too hard about this one uh the the <sighs> debate between ryan and um Marth is really like, well, because there's, there's a glimmer of an idea there, where Marth goes, um, the the reason that you will suck is because you abs- ascribe to the Gansgrad, and you have no imagination, so you just think that the the writing of who you perceive to be God is like actually the bounds of the universe, um, and Martha's like, no, I do believe in the the structures of God. We must maintain them, or whatever. Uh, that that is an actual that that's an actual theme. That's a real yes. that's a real thing. They found a theme. They found a theme, and it obviously is bad. But like that is definitely, I think, when it, this is at its best, right? When Ryan is proves himself God at a trial meant to convict him of murder. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> he just goes, well, I'm God, actually, and everybody's like, well, shit. All right. Remember when Jesse was the worst worst prosecutor because he tried to convict someone of of, uh, of murder, and what he actually did was prove they were God. <laughs> prove they were God. He said, Ryan, I believe you've done genocide. And then he says, ah, and yet I am God, and God didn't stop me. And everybody's like, oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, my shit. God. Fuck. It's like, you can't... What Jesse instead says, no, they're God's real. I swear he's real. Instead of going, no, you're not. What? Beautiful art. The, Love it. It's so weird how much all of the Coheed law leans into the religious stuff because it is like the it is what it's about. It's the core of the thing, and yet the religious stuff is also hinging on an alternate reality story about Erica Court. <laughs> about Erica Court and how she has to get fucking murdered and how she has to get owned. What um, is the what is the point of making this a religious story like that without having some kind of divine retribution for your villain? It never really comes like like it comes up in the themes and the arguments here, but like this is this is the most surface level. This is exactly what they are talking about. One person says religion is like good and important and we can't be better and one person said we must like design the world for ourselves, but that person is just evil and the other one's a coward who doesn't matter. Like 
it just never invests in it, even though I know that Claudio knows it's there because he clearly believes in this as the theme of the story because every single song is uh, the other Claudio, the character being like, oh, what did I do to deserve this? I'm not the chosen one. Right. Somebody may be the chosen one, but I don't want to be the chosen one, etc. But it's only ever in service of like, oh, I don't like my life. I'm sad kind of emo shit. And never really leveraging the potential of a story about theology. And obviously this is true. The book's bad. Like, yes, we're never going to get this. It's a bad book, you know. But I can still be disappointed. I'm still reading it. It's yeah, we still have to read it. We still this is just the first four chapters. We still have another like couple hundred, three hundred pages to go. This fuck does not deserve the level of um like close reading we are bringing to the table here. No, but we will continue to bring this level. But we must because it is our job. We simply must. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's. I just wish he would follow through on any idea he has ever. Just follow it to the conclusion. That's all you have to do. The part where we know where the story is going is that a scientist invents some robots to do some murder <laughs> on him. And nothing to do with like an argument about the structure of the society or the religion is so funny. It's so <laughs> He's just going to design some robots. And he made them horny. And then, yeah, it's just... Oh, the Sinistar virus. Ah, the Monstar. The Monstar. Show me the things I never wanted done. I uh, like this Well, book. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is... The, I don't have much more to talk about. It's just bad. It just sucks. Uh, well, that's it for this week's uh, book. Sorry this is going to be a short episode. Let's get into the music. Let's get into the song. Let's get to the music, yeah. Yeah. was, I believe, the first single. I don't actually know if this or The Broken uh, The Broken first. was the first single, and then well, Here the, We Are Juggernaut, I believe, was the second. Here We Are Juggernaut was the actual single. The, one, the Broken was just like an album. Pre- like, it didn't... I don't know if it was on radio. It didn't have a video. It just had that one, like, anime. Oh, thing. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the first song they released. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Here We Are right. Juggernaut was definitely, like, the lead single, radio-wise. Um, Pretty good. Ma- March 9th, 22. Yeah, I, I like this song just fine. It is um, it is just fine. I will give it that. Um, there is a acoustic version uh, that is way different. That sounds way better. I which is a I've theme. I, I think I've linked it to you before, but I will link it to you again. Uh, I think it's a better version of this song because it doesn't sound anything like The Broken. <laughs> um, yeah, so first of all, this song's very similar to The Broken. <laughs> it's very similar to The Broken. We, listen, we all, we all have fun here. We make jokes. But this is truly the first time where they were like, same song, same song. Same, same song. Especially because it's like different to their old, like it's like a slower, more industrial beat that they've got here. Um, 
and like a synthesizer pattern. It's not just a riff and power chords. Um, and so they've done that twice, but because they're new at it, they just make the same song. They just twice. did the same song. <laughs> so, like a slow drum, slow drum riff. Um, it's like synthesizer loop, and then big chorus, and just the, it's the same. It's basically the same song. I, I keep getting them confused. Um, I, I like the song though. I think the chorus is fine. I think it's um, yeah, it's good. A like decent version of this new style, um, which the rest of the album is not necessarily like. We're gonna have some bad songs. No, as we go through. we're we are quickly coming up on where we have to be. Like, no, this sucks. Actually, um, I think the 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 best song on the album is yet to come. But I know you disagree with me on this. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's getting. I think I'm coming closer to your opinion. But yes, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. We, we are split slightly. Um, but I, I definitely enjoy enjoy the song. Uh, I, this, I remember listening to this at the time, right? And being like, I don't know about the sound change. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And it also being the first like album that we got, what, like, uh, I was going to say live, but not live, but like as active fans of yeah. this band. We were not like, here Yo, here's the, the release stuff. of the others. Yes, it was our first time to like, be like, oh. new Coheed music. And it was. I cannot imagine being like a Coheed fan and then they're like, here's the new single and it's Welcome Home. I would have lost my shit. You would have lost your shit, right? We never got to experience that because, you know, I heard that it was the first song I heard from them on the trailer to the movie Nine. The trailer to movie Nine. Everybody, everybody knows this in the trailer for Rock Band for the Wii. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, um, this album is such a, it just, every time we go to listen to something on it, I'm like, this could have been a good album, though. This could have been a good album. It, it's this in a weird a place, album. because at the time it was, like, thought of as a big step down, um, and it is, but also, like, Coheed have been so uneven since then. Um, yeah, like, they've they've put out stuff like Colored Before the Sun, uh, which, woof. <laughs> um, and even Vaxxus, like, you know. Yeah. The first three albums Vaxxas are where it's at. That. Yeah, the first three albums are definitely the best stuff. I don't think they'll ever get back to it, but like the stuff they're putting out now, half of it is still pretty okay. Like I, w- I would consider it like on the decent side, and then some of it's just like yikes. It's just, it's just a weird vibe. Like, it, like I like the Afterman albums quite a lot, um, but they've gone up and down very heavily, um, and they've never come close to the highs of uh, any of the. Th- things in the first like in keeping secrets yeah um, oh the afterman we're gonna have fun with that <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of fun with that that'll be that'll be stuff where something's bad and we go yeah but <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> hollywood the cracked <laughs> yeah hollywood the cracked baby y'all have to <laughs> suffer through year of the black rainbow like we did first though sorry sorry um <laughs> <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> sorry sorry uh, i got the lyrics here yeah um the lyrics to these songs is like the the lyric segment is is just like you know it's not what it once was. He's become too normal. Um, this uh, this album's very. We'll get to the we'll get to ones. I think I think uh, maybe this album's very normal. After that, it's not normal again. No, it never gets anywhere close to the second stage level. Yeah, that's fair. Um, 
Because we got keep your secrets in the dark. Nothing matters anymore. Bodies breaking drive me crazy. Oh, this is not your place. No, this is not your playground. It's my heart. We were stupid. We got caught. But nothing matters anymore. So what? Here we are. Juggernaut. Just a very simple love song. You know. Oh, things are hard and bad. And keep your secrets in the dark. And and uh, I'm in I'm in a war zone of hell. This is not your playground. It's my heart. I'm being toyed with. Uh, but things went bad. Although it's okay because we're here together, right? Like it's we're the here big together. This is the big. Literally the actual big love song about Coheed and Cambria, I guess, for the first time. Yeah, um, what if we just put everything evil on this album, I think, instead. Instead? Just put everything evil here? Just put everything evil in instead. It would be the same fucking thing. Much better. Much better, though! God, everything evil slams. It's only a five, though. Slaps, it's only a five. It's a shame. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I don't have much more to say about the song other than it's okay. It's fine. I would probably give it like a seven. Yeah. Not, not that we do yes, that anymore. Probably really. like a seven. Yeah. Well, I, the gimmick of scoring the songs just went away with it, and we just do it as a half-hearted sometimes. It's not yeah, what anyone's I mean, like, here we just, for. We got, too much, we got too much comic, too much bullshit to talk about to really care about scoring these songs. Would you like to send me this acoustic version? Uh, it is. It is currently in the chat. Thank you. I'm going to uh-huh. click play now. This one's from our, our newest record. It's called uh, Here We Are Juggernaut. Um, I will say, this. yeah, while you're loading this up, I will say that Claudio, during this same set, he plays Pearl of the Stars and cries in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bad now. Is that rude? Is that rude? <laughs> One single tear. Also, somebody's phone rings in the middle of the performance and they can't edit it out. Incredible. It's beautiful. Oh, are you just gonna do another little solo here? We jamming. We jamming. We jamming. I just think they shouldn't have made this a big rock song. That's. When it comes down to it, if you're gonna make a weird like love song in the middle of this thing already, just just do it. You, it, you don't have to front load the front with all the rock songs. The problem with acoustic coheed, as it always is, is Claudia's voice. Yeah, because it's already like an acquired taste, and I like the big rock songs and the choruses. But he puts on such, like, more of a, like, bananas effect <laughs> yeah. in the acoustic versions. And it, whoo, whoo. Like, I was enjoying the guitar noodling, but I think, I think I'm, like, I'm lowering my font size for four by four for this next sentence. I like it. You like it? I like it. I can't, I just can't go there with you. It's fine. It's fine. You don't have to. I'm the acoustic idiot. I'm dumb <laughs> I, as fuck. No, I like the acoustic side of it. I think that uh, like it needs a softer, a softer voice for the thing. Because either either he's belting, which is the same as the the big um, choruses, or he's doing this kind of like over pronunciated acoustic singing, which I hate all the time. <laughs> that's fair. I don't think he knows how to do anything different. I think maybe that's the problem. Is he has not learned what the in between on those is. <laughs> Yeah? You think? <laughs> I think that might be the case. That, that might just be the fool, I think. <laughs> 
Claudio, we could teach you a couple things, buddy. <laughs> this video's nine years old. I hate this. We're so old. <laughs> We're so old. I remember finding this one day uh, in 2011. Jesus Christ. I hate this so much. Why are we so old? We just... Time keeps marching on. Fuck this. I remember, like, downloading the Coheed albums in 2010 at my grandma's house. She's dead now. Like... <laughs> R.I.P. Grandma. R.I.P. Grandma. Um, I, I gotta also say that I don't think the glasses are a great look. Uh, oh, for Travis? Um, for Travis? Yeah, I think it's alright. He, he definitely just woke up. Yeah, it's weird because it's 2011, but I think he's got a bit of a soft boy look, but I, I, I don't think Travis is a soft boy. No, absolutely not. I, just, I think he just woke up and forgot that he could put contacts in. Yeah, it's just a, it's the look I don't really associate with him. I usually remember him with a bit of the, the longer hair, jamming out. He's got the big long hair, yeah. yeah. Looking kind of trashy. Well, I mean, th this is probably, this is like a nicer arrangement than the... Uh, uh, original song, but I, I think that's what I'm getting at, is I like the arrangement better. But I, I, ca I cannot with the, with the, with the voice in this one. Font size 5. Font size 5, font size 5. It's good, actually. Yep, that is, that's all I have to say about Here We Are Juggernaut, truly. The acoustic performances got better, um, when, um, Josh rejoined, and, and yeah, uh, not, not because like any like these two got better, but because instead of Mike not being there and uh, Chris extremely not being there, uh, we got uh, always Zach being there, ridiculous smile on his face, going bumping on the acoustic bass. There is, he loves doing acoustic drums. He fucking loves it. He is out here. Josh either has a cajon, or sometimes he's just got a fucking egg shaker. He's a king. God, I, I love him. God bless. Shouts out to him. Yeah. Doing How the, the Mets doing? <laughs> How are the Mets doing? It's, you know, spring training. We're not, we don't know yet. I guess the baseball's not happening right now. <laughs> not quite yet. Almost. I wonder if on the, well, on the cruise, the cruise is in like October, right? So they're definitely already going to have not made the playoffs. So <laughs> that's just... <laughs> Oh, so you're gonna go there and just be like, "Oh, buddy, how does it feel to be a Mets fan right now?" <laughs> Yo, y'all gonna trade Jacob Degrom or? God. Side note: He's their star pitcher. I figured out he was important, but I, I didn't. Know. Yeah, you know. Well, uh, I think that's it for the podcast. We got a whole half hour out of that bullshit. Yeah, we did. I think I think that's enough podcast. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next month with presumably two chapters, I think. Um, Probably two chapters. Because the, the, the problem with the, the chapters are that, like, the first chapter literally took me to 20% on the Kindle. <laughs> the Kindle it was, like, literally Kindle. 50 pages. Like, it's bonkers. And so there was a lot there, and now the chapters are not being balanced up correctly, and we need two most weeks, but not all weeks, because of the amount of songs on the album. I don't understand why... Um the first chapter wasn't split in two. Why not just put a chapter break in there and pretend like you wrote more chapters? Because it was all like the flash forward. Yeah. Yeah, but still. But still. But still. Yep. Well, Molly, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly, the Y-E-R. You can find me on audioentropy.com. You can find me at patreon.com slash Molly 
yeah you can find me at headfuls off you can find a bunch of the podcasts that i do at abnormalmapping.com uh with m it's good good podcasts enjoy them all uh you can support them on patreon at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping uh where you can get the gundam podcast one dollar a month let us five white black for ten it's good it's good uh, you know gundam's pretty good maybe not current gundam but uh yo that, g gundam's so fucking bad <laughs> i was just you watching to, it today you have to pay jackson and m because they have to watch this bullshit and i know this isn't as bad as it gets like we're gonna get to seed and we're gonna really suffer <laughs> yeah, yeah but, you're gonna you're gonna be like damn i wish this was g gundam i don't i don't know if i will i'm i know i'm only saying this because i'm in the middle of g gundam and i'm hating it but i feel like bad gundam that is aiming to be like political things that just is stupid is going to be more to my interest set than g gundam because a failure is more interesting to me than like a very boring shonen show yeah that's fair but again could be wrong could just be saying that because that's the one i'm in the middle of right now and i'll be begging for anything else when i get to something bad but after this wing looks good you know um yeah gundams with wings gundams with wings (laughs) It's I want crazy. wings with the Gundams. Put them on there. Put them on there. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye, everyone. We'll Goodbye. Time.